Disappointed but not surprised. Disappointed but not surprised. Disappointed but not surprised. Hey guys, welcome back to another week of the fuckery where you're disappointed but not surprised co-hosts. I'm Alex. I'm Addie. And this week we have another dominatrix for you guys. I love our dominatrix episode last Me too. time. Me too. That was amazing. That was amazing. So this one actually has a dungeon, like her own dungeon, but I'm going to let our guests get into this. So we're going to call in again. If it's a little staticky, it is what it is. Get over it. Get over it. <laughs> All right. Here is our dom. All right, guys, we have Mistress Lacey in the house. Hey, Lacey. Hi, how are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm great. I'm so excited to have you on. Me too. Thank you for having me. Of course, of course. So tell us a little bit about yourself. Uh, my name is Mrs. Lacey. I am a professional dominatrix for over 11 years now. And um, yeah, and I have my own personal dungeon. Ooh. <laughs> and um, what else? I mean, you asked me the questions and I'll just Tell you whatever you want to know. All right. So how did you start? How did you become a dominatrix? When did this start? Did you, you know, was it something you wanted to be when you were a kid or did something happen? Because it's, it's definitely a different profession to have. So, um, when I was younger, um, uh, like 18, I, I became a stripper. Okay. So I was a stripper for a long time, um, many years. And then I started working in peep shows. Oh. And I worked in all the peep shows, like in, in New York and Long Island and the city. And then uh, one of the peep shows had built a dungeon. Oh, so, that's cool. Yeah. So the owner asked me if I was interested. And I really didn't know much about it. Uh, I don't know. He said, he just kind of just said, just go with it and see, you know, if it's something you want to do. He kind of just threw me in there and I at first didn't know what I was doing and kind of just became a natural at it. I feel like <sighs> it's kind of like ingrained in your blood too, especially yeah. for being in the strip clubs, working in the strip clubs for so long. Right. Yeah. I'm very dominant. And I will only see submissive ma males. Okay. I uh, don't really see couples because they're kind of aiming for more things that I'm not really into, um, like threesomes and stuff. So I'd rather just see a, you know, a male sub, you know, him by himself one at a time. And then I have my sessions, um, either half an hour session, a one hour session, two hours, three hours. I mean, I have regulars that book me for like six hours straight holy wow. cow are you like over yeah. them by then like dude enough is enough they want to keep me longer and i'm just like i can't i'm done and they're like oh I'll give you more. like obviously you're giving me more money but i don't want it like that's like I'm too done. long <laughs> like how many how hard like, can i slap you around on your ass and kick you in your balls you know like this is getting crazy six like, hours I they're probably like dead by then <laughs> no they could keep going wow they could yeah i have some insane stories but we'll get to that 
So wait, how much would a six hour session cost about? That's gotta be like a lot of money. So it's 200 for one hour. Okay. So 1200. Right. That's a lot. I mean, I've had longer, but I mean, I try to cut it off because by that time my back is killing me. My heels, I just want to kick my heels off. Like (laughs) you're probably sick of looking at the person too. I am. What people don't understand is dominatrix is not prostitution. There is no sex involved. Yeah. Right. It's fetish. So my clothes do not come off at all. Do you wear, are, okay, so tell me about your clothes. Are you strictly in, like, leather? Do you like, wear lingerie? I, I, no, I wear a lot, a lot of patent leather okay. or leather, um, sometimes lace, but I prefer uh, patent leather. Yeah, and, I mean, it's, it's a process just getting ready. I feel like it because you have to look the part too, like makeup done, hair done. Right. Especially like, I'm sorry, my throat's rasping today. You know, I have to make sure my nails, my feet, everything is up to par at all times because I have a lot of people that have like foot fetishes and they just want to stare at my feet or give me a foot massage, you know, stare at my nails you know, or play with my hair. It's not just giving somebody a spanking or tying them up, you know, with duct tape. I mean, there's so many different things to do, so many different fetishes. Um, But I definitely have to look my best. And it's like, takes me at least an hour just to get ready. Yeah. So if I'm going to book an hour, I don't don't even want to bother with just one hour. I need at least two hours. Or more. Yeah, it's got to be worth your while. There's a lot of work to get ready. Do you usually have more than one people in it, one person in a day, or do you you like keep it um, one person a day? It varies. I mean, it all depends on my also my personal life schedule. Okay. You know, because I make my own appointments. Some days I might just book one appointment, or some days I could have five clients in one day. That's a lot. Back to back. <laughs> Yeah. So, I mean, there's days I'm just like, oh, my God, I just can't wait to go home and, like, rest, you know. But I get so addicted, I guess, to the money. Well, it's hard to turn it down. Are you cash only? Cash only. Certain, like, certain clients that are my regulars that I've known for a few years now, I'll let them PayPal me or Venmo me. Okay. You know, but I try to do cash only. Um, I don't think I'm going to be doing this much longer. I think probably, like, maybe another year or two I'm just going to retire. Okay. I mean, I've made enough money as it is. Like, I make very good money. I I really don't need to work anymore, honestly. We had had a dominatrix on a a couple of months ago, and she was like, yeah, I just make 40 grand a month cash, like, all in. Yeah. That's about right. I was like, holy fuck, that's a lot of money yeah. cash. Like, no, you know, cash Yeah, but I'm sure money. her lifestyle, I'm sure she's spending a lot and not saving. Oh, yeah, she's, that's what she said, she's, yeah. She just bought a monkey for the fuck of it. She was like, that looks cute. She bought a monkey because she's yeah, always no, I'm like, not reckless. yeah. <laughs> she's reckless, you know, top of the line I'd cars. rather save my money. You know, like, I just bought the car 
um, and it was only it was eleven thousand dollars plus interest. I could have paid that outright, but yeah. I just put a couple thousand down because I rather see my money grow in my bank account than go out and just waste it on unnecessary stuff. I get that. I hear that. Yeah, yeah. just having like. The maintenance for my dungeon is a lot. I have rent. I have to keep up with all my supplies to make sure it's everything is cleanliness up to par. So I have to have all, like, everything in the bathroom for, like, when the men go in the bathroom, they have all, whatever, everything they need in the bathroom to clean up, clean themselves up, freshen up, um, everything in the dungeon to make it sure, like, people are comfortable with covid Knowing that they're, you know, it's sanitary and it, they're not going to have to worry about germs. It's a lot. You're better Hot than our sheets. last dominatrix. She goes, I haven't washed the sheets in like a year. <laughs> That's disgusting. I'm sorry. I, I cannot. She's, she's like, I just rub them with alcohol wipes. I'm oh, like, hell that no. is so fucking gross. I do not do that. I do. I literally, after every session, I bleach. It takes me like an hour to bleach the whole entire room down. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so I want to hear about the dungeon. Like, can you describe it for us? Because this sounds amazing. Okay. So I have so many different things. I have like when um, you walk in, is it just, is it like underground or? Um, no, it's not underground. Okay. It's on a one level. Let's just say office. Okay. Okay. And, um, let's see, when you walk in, everything is black. The walls are black, carpet's black, everything's black, even the ceiling. When you first walk in, the entire room from wall to wall has perfectly, um, all of these things, equipment and props that I use, perfectly hung up and like on the wall. So on one section of the wall, I'll have all my different types of handcuffs. Okay. On a different side of the wall, I'll have hang up all of my canes, which are just long, the long different sticks. But I have very expensive ones, starting at like four hundred dollars and up. Wait, what do you do and with the canes? Smack people with, canes, with the It's not a cane that you walk with. Okay. Okay. Stick. Okay. It's a cane that kind of, it's called a cane, it, it kind of looks like a pool stick. Oh, okay. Okay, and you you whack them in their ass with it. Okay. That's what they like. They want their ass red, so you have to have different things. So another section of the wall will have different types of wooden paddles. Another section of the wall will have different types of leather paddles. Then another section of the wall will have uh, floggers, which are like, you know, um, how can I describe them? They're like the leather. Fringy and they have right? Like, yeah, the fringy. Right. So they are floggers, and each one of them varies from like $400 a piece up to $1,000 a piece. That's a lot of fucking wow. money. Yeah. I have, my equipment is top of the line. I do not have any garbage in my place. Um, I So now let me get to the equipment. Yeah. So I have a leather cross, it looks, but it's really an X where it has restraints for their arms and feet. Oh, so I, <laughs> I would love so to see that. I would put them, right. So either I would put them face forward, you know, where I could spank their ass because a lot of people, they want their ass so raw. 
and red. They don't want me to stop until they can't sit down. Oh, my gosh. And then, well, I would face them forward and flog them forward or nipple play or a lot of them like cock and ball torture. So I have all types of different devices that I would like clamp them with. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> so, so if you want to talk about clamps, so I have all these different types of clamps that are like you would think you were like in some torture dungeon, like something you see out of a movie. Like you're gonna put that on somebody. Like then I have um, a, two cages. One's a, one's a stand up cage that they stand up in, and the other one is where they would go on their knees and like where the dog would go in. You know your animal. Yeah, that, that kind of cage. And then I have a. I have two spanking chairs, spanking tables that are wooden and leather. So that was very expensive um, where they would step on the stool and then lean forward and hold on to these two sidebars. And that's when I would spank them from the back. Um, I have a ball busting table. What is that? (laughs) So (laughs) what a ball busting table is. So I would make, you know, have, have them put some penis directly on this bar. Oh like, my God. It hurts just hearing about it. <laughs> <laughs> and I would take, I would take, um, one of my whips and I would just have their penis on and I would just keep whacking their penis until it turned purple. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> my God. <laughs> yeah. And, um, <laughs> What else do I have? Oh, I have a stockade, um, like a medieval stockade where, like, you you know, you open it up and you put the arms and their head in it and then you close it. Oh, so my their God. Head and their arms are locked like in it. Like when you uh, decapitate people. <laughs> right, right. And normally I use that just to do spanking with. Or, like, I have one client who loves to use it and he likes me while his head is in it and his legs are spread from the back. He likes me to wear these special boots and kick him for an entire um, hour in his ball from oh, the back. Oh, my God. As hard as I can. And do are they, like, jizzing all over the place when you do this? Yes. That's why I keep certain carpets in certain spots. So I, get, I just roll it up and get, put a new carpet down. Like, I am fully stocked on everything I need for, for these situations. I would just like, I'm surprised you just don't put a tarp on the entire area to like wrap it all up <laughs> afterwards. No, because they're not allowed to come. Oh. And if they come, they will get their ass beat. Bad. So this so is like. Oh, they're tied up. They're tied up restrained. They're, they're never, ever a moment where one of my subs are not restrained. Whether it's rope, uh, whether restraint somehow. Um handcuffs or I have I have a steel oh I also have a ceiling hoist which is a long bar that hangs that's top from the ceiling and it has these armor strings and um once I hook them up to it I pull the rope and as I pull the rope they start to get higher and higher off the floor onto their tippy toes. So when I start feeling like they're completely off the floor that's when I'll stop the rope and tie the rope up to the wall so I know that they're secure. 
or I could tie them up upside down where their feet are at the ceiling and their head is touch is facing the carpet. Oh. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I, how do you I mean, not laugh? Time I've really talked about this stuff to anybody besides my clients, so it's kind of like a kick just talking about it. It's hysterical. <laughs> how do you not like? How do you not laugh? Because I would probably just like laugh well, at this shit, but they get I really get upset if you laugh. Oh, you do no. get paid to laugh. They want to be humiliated. Oh, see, we'd be good at it if we got to humiliate people. But some people yeah. like take their fetish very seriously. So they don't want to be like they want to be like beat, but they don't want to be laughed at. I feel like. But do you just laugh at all of your clients? Oh, I do. I mean, not all my clients. Some of them are not into that. Everyone has their own fetish. Um, a lot of them do like being humiliated. Some of them are sissies. And just like to play dress up. Um, some of them just want to be, you know, spanked. There's so many different fetishes, but I do have a lot that I do laugh at deliberately. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I can tell you a story about a few if you'd like. Oh, yes. yes. We love we love this. Tell <laughs> us. Okay. <laughs> so, I have one client that... Um, one time, um, well, there's so many different times, different things I've done to him. For one time, I've put him in a um, ballerina pink tutu, put a pig nose on him, no. <laughs> put a penny on the floor from one side of the room, and told him he had to get on his knees. Okay, and he had to push the penny with his nose all the way across to the other side of the room to the other wall and he had to oink like a pig <laughs> i would die laughing so watching somebody I do would that i would laugh at him the entire time he was doing it and the more i laughed the more faster he went about trying to get to the other side of the wall because he didn't want to so, be laughed at no he wanted to be but he He's just like so into it that he's just like. <laughs> it gave know. him wings. <laughs> yes, it gave him wings. Like he just like out of nowhere was like, okay, this is great. Like on all fours in a tutu with a big nose on. That yeah. is fucking funny. Yeah. You know, and then, you know, I'll make fun of them the ones that like be humiliated and, and you know and say you have tell them how much of a small penis they have you know how pathetic they are you know i feel bad for your wife or this is why you'll never have a wife you know you'll always be my pet you know stuff like that like <laughs> i don't know like there's so many things that I've done, so like, I don't even know where to begin with you. Like, <laughs> Tell us your fi- one of your favorite sessions. One of my favorite sessions, or like maybe one of your favorite clients. Like, obviously, don't give his name, but like what you do with one of your favorite clients. I Those love are- playing dress up. Okay, so I have a client who loves to go out and spend about five thousand dollars on clothes for me and for himself and I he would he would get at least minimum five to six hours and he would time. love to just play dress up 
like dress up in like girl clothes tutus right yeah yeah and i just sit there and i just watch him get dressed himself and i literally have, don't have to do anything wow <laughs> for, for, yeah for so it's so simple <laughs> yeah just to sit there and say i don't know if i like that outfit you know or do me a favor like i'll turn on the music and say you know put Britney Spears on or something and say, I want you to do a little dance for me in that, that outfit, you know? Fashion and watch- show. Yes, exactly. And I'm doing nothing but just sitting back and just like, it's just fucking awesome. I just got new clothes just to watch you wear clothes and do nothing. But that's I great. Do, that's just one of them. But I do get a kick out of thanking people. Like, <clears throat> um, I love it when their ass is so red because they love it. And then they'll be calling me for like a whole week and telling me how, how, how good I made their ass so red and raw that, you know, they're like, they probably oh, no, can't I-. sit down for a week. They don't, they, they want that. They want, they want to feel the pain. I don't know what it is that makes them enjoy that suffering, but, <sighs> or, I have, I, I love restraining people and stepping, like stepping on them with my heels. Have you, you ever know, like cut them with your heels, like dug into them a little too far? Like, whoopsie, so I just I popped do, a ball. I never actually hurt anybody, no, because I am very careful. But um, I do have my limits where I do not do blood. Yeah. I do not do saliva because i know people like spit in my mouth you know or pitch in my mouth i've oh, yeah. in people's mouths before but now with the whole covid thing i'm just not doing it yeah yeah, yeah. But, but with blood blood and poop i don't do okay because i've had you. those requests i've had requests where people would want me to crap in their mouth that is like so fucking disgusting to me but like really people is. love it like it's yeah love no it. judgment on my side because this is what i do for work but i just personally would not want poop in my mouth right and then like how do you poop on command like i don't know I, it just was never for me so i mean i've disappointed a few clients like a few years ago because i said all right i'm sorry but i just couldn't do it and i said sorry keeping your money but you gotta go so i'm keeping your money but you gotta go <laughs> And um, I do a lot of sounding. Um, sounding is a very careful procedure that I do that um, a lot of my clients love, which is I lay them on this. It's like a medical bed kind of, but it's really, really, I call it like a medical bed, but it's really a massage, massage, like fancy massage table. And... I will lay them down on it. Well, first I put like, you know, the white paper you sit on when you go to a like doctor's office. Yeah. Okay. So I always have, I'm always stocked up on that. So I first I'll put that down. They'll lay down on their back. I make sure they're blindfolded. So they're comfortable. Their hands and feet are restrained so they can't jump. But majority of these people already have had this procedure done before. So they, they know what they're going to feel. So then I'll, I will clean the area, you know, the penis area. And then I will, you know, I have gloves on, latex gloves on. 
I clean now what it is is um how can I describe this? Okay. This is a over a eight hundred dollar kit and it comes in various different sizes and it is metal rod. Okay. Each like so the metal rod goes in their penis hole. <gasps> oh my god. Yeah. So oh. yeah, so my girlfriend sitting next to me, next to me, and she's like, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> so anyway, she's like, yeah, she didn't know any of this. Like, she knew what I did, but she really didn't know the details. So, anyway. <laughs> so well, she's just a friend. It's not like that. But anyway, um, so let me get back to the sounding. So I was, after I put alcohol on the sound, on the rod, they're called sounding rod, which is a, just a fancy term of a metal rod. Well, it's about the size of a pencil, but they they come in different widths, I guess. So I use I normally use like the smallest one, just to be on the safe side. And I put I clean it with alcohol. After I've done cleaning, because it's fully cleaned with alcohol, I put um, KY jelly or a lubricant all over it and you know saturate it and then it goes directly in their penis hole oh and i will put the penis i will put it completely in their penis (gasps) hole to where there you can't even you could barely see the metal anymore in their penis hole oh my god God. but as i'm holding their penis i could feel the metal rod in their penis i feel like that would ruin their dick but it does it 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 does it let me tell you the orgasm these motherfuckers have i've never seen nothing like it in my life holy shit i i've never yeah it is like apparently it is like the most intense orgasm you could ever have it hurts to hear about it (laughs) right you would think that but they love it i'd say like um and, like, I would take off my fingernail, like, you know, because I got long, long acrylics. And I would, like, kind of fling it, like, like tap it like that, you know, a little bit with my nail. And it would also give it, a, like, a vibration feeling. Um, I mean, I try to do that at the end of the session because I know they're going to come so quick. Yeah. You know? Do they, the like, ones- does it, like, shoot out of their wiener hole when they, like, come? <laughs> it's yeah yeah it does <laughs> one time I got in my hair and I was fucking pissed <laughs> I'm like motherfucker like yeah that so. is like terrifying I got a catheter once in my entire life and it was the most unbearable thing ever and it just gave me like the heebie-jeebies after that and I feel I like this is so much worse than any catheter would ever be no Believe it or not, like it's very popular, and um, a lot of people request it. Whoa. Another thing I do um, is um, mummification. Okay, which is um, either saran wrap or duct tape, but it's not your everyday kitchen saran wrap. This is like made like for your body to wrap your entire body. I've seen it's like, the large saran wrap. Yeah, I've seen like it before. Com- yeah. Yep. So they like to be like completely mummified and just stand there and do nothing. Just be, just be like 
completely wrapped in, in that or completely wrapped in, you know, duct tape, masking tape, just so they can't move. Um, Wouldn't the duct tape hurt? I guess they're into pain, so it doesn't matter. But I'm thinking of all like that hair when you rip it off. Yeah. Some of them do have hair, and it does hurt when they're taking it off. But I guess if they're getting rods shoved up their dick hole, then, like, I really don't think they're worried about their hair being pulled off. Seriously. (laughs) I really don't think so either. Another thing I do is electroplay. Electroplay is where I electrocute their penis. Okay, with like um a taser type thing. I I no, it's called. How can I explain how how it looks? Okay, it it looks like a uh light bulb on a stick, and it's purple, and it makes like all these like crazy looking colors inside of it, and and you put it on their penis and it zaps them. Wow, you know what? Yeah, I feel like that. As much, it's like an adrenaline rush. Right. You know what I mean? Um, like, it's like the anticipation of it, and then it only zaps for, like, a second. I could kind of see how that's, like, exciting. I was picturing, like, car jumper cables, like, no. snapped onto no. their dick. And, like, no, this is, like, a special. You get this, like, in a sex shop. No, like you know what it's probably stuff. like, Alex? Like, that um, zit, zit zapper thing that I have that, that oh, you yeah, use. Yeah, that, yeah. And it's like, an, it's, like, an electrocution. It's, like, um, it's on right. a rod. I have, I have one for acne and it's really good to like get rid of like you know um bacteria in your skin and stuff like that so i'm picturing it to be something like that but if you put it on too high that shit will zap the fuck out of you like that'll burn you right i try not to do anything that could um hurt them to where they can have a heart attack or something so oh yeah i don't do yeah i'm not i do i'm actually very careful and i also use a tens unit a uh, tens unit is used normally for your back you know with they like a little sticky pad with them with the wire connected to it and it's like a little machine and it it stimulates your back when you put it on your back yeah, okay yeah. we go to physical therapy okay a lot of a lot of um submissives like to put that on their penis and then i'll put it i'll put it far low and i'll get higher and i'll get higher and then I'll go as high as I can until they just like, okay, stop. I can't do it. I can't take no more. I can't take no more. You know, I uh, do, let's see, breath play. Breath play is when you, you're choking somebody, but not enough for them to pass out. Um, That's probably kind of kinky. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like you ever have sex with, I don't know, with your partner and you're in bed and you're just like being choked. I love getting choked out. Yeah, that's what breath play is. Okay. Okay, so let me see what else I do. So we, I do a lot of medical play, which is like, I have like little nurse's outfit. and That's got to be kind of fun doing like role play, dress up stuff like that. Yeah, I love doing role play. Oh man, for role play, I have a few awesome ones that come see me that I've been seeing for years that have like, they come up with their new scenarios and I kind of just like freestyle it in my head and just, just go with it. But I have one who loves to be Batman. <laughs> <laughs> and I, and I have, um, I have kidnapped Robin and I have, and I, I, he has, I have to torture Batman until I feel like Robin should be let go. <laughs> <laughs> 
I was expecting you to say like robber or like teacher, secretary, not Batman. No, Batman. <laughs> so then I have. Um, Does he wear a yeah, cape? That one's pretty he wears cool. a cape, right? Yeah, but it's so funny because then I have another one that's so much similar who wants me to be Catwoman. So I have these different costumes. So now I'm Catwoman and I have to, I, I just come up. I don't know how I come up with these ideas. Cause I do this dead sober. Like I'm, I don't do drugs. I don't drink. Like I completely do this dead sober. So I don't know how my brain comes like, just like falls into the role playing, but it's just like, I have a knack for it. And I'm just like, I don't know how to explain it. It's just fun. So, okay, let's go to the next one. Sensory deprivation. Okay. Okay. So sensory deprivation basically is all your senses. So blindfold them, restrain them down, and then use different types of tools to where they can't smell or they have to smell something, you know, or they have to feel some, feel me doing something or understanding it. Um, I feel like that makes you so much more aware. Like this is totally unrelated, but kind of related. Like there's this place called the float room and like it's pitch black. You're floating. Right. I've been there. You can't see anything. You know what I mean? And it basically, because certain senses are like put out, like since you're, you're, you can't see anything. I feel like other senses are like enhanced or like heightened so i'm sure especially not seeing or knowing what's coming and not being able to hear anything it's just like they're in pure like feeling you know what i mean like they're in like that's got to be kind of exciting in a way no and it does it could be similar um because they are blindfolded and they don't know what's coming and you could put water on them uh, melt a candle i mean there's so many different things Another thing, um, a lot of people like a trampoline. What's trampoline? So trampoline is basically you lie them on their back and so their face go up and you walk on them. Okay. You walk like with heels. With heels on, correct. Yeah. People like smothering. Smothering is instead of walking on them, now you're using your body weight. You know, like you're just like laying on them. But heavy, like you're smothering them. <laughs> you're you're literally like so they can't breathe. Um, <laughs> I'm trying to think what. <laughs> I do. Any, a do you have any babies? What? Babies are my I, favorite. I do have a few babies, so I I keep uh, different size diapers in the closet in my you know my storage room. I have one that from head to toe. I mean, the whole baby get up from the bib to the one you put on his head, the binky, the bottle, the diaper. He will pee in his diaper. Um, he's defecated his diaper, diaper once I made him go home with it wearing it. <laughs> yeah, I said, yeah, you're going to go home. Where I'm not cleaning that up. You better get the fuck out of here. That's gross. So, yeah. But I'll let him pee in it, but he's got to sit in his own pit. If you pee in that diaper, you're sitting in that pit. And you get it on my carpet, you're going to lick that shit up. <laughs> Do they want you to feed them with their bottle and shit like that? Yes. So I have to talk and, like, do the whole role-playing thing and tell him, act like, like 
oh, you're such a cute little baby, you know? And then I, I'll say, and then, you know, and then he'll just automatically make a baby noise, like, wah, wah, you know? <laughs> I believe like, it. And then, like, you know, you know, uh, baby's hungry. Okay, here's the bottle with real milk in it. I'm feeding it. Then he has to turn over. I have to burp him over, over the knee. So now he's like weighing over my knee, his stomach, and I'm taking my hand and I'm patting him on his back so he can burp, a fake burp. Babies are my favorite. They kill me. Yeah. It's, it's definitely a fun job. And it that the baby things all stems from like their motherhood and stuff like that. Like their moms. Like when they were yeah. little, they were like, you know, I like, okay, like I would love to get into the minds of some of these people because I feel like a lot of them don't even know where this stuff stems from because I feel like a lot of them too, they have wives. There are most of your customers like powerful professions, like lawyers, cops. I, I I'm not allowed. I will not. I'm not, not that I have not a lot. I refuse to say names because I have a lot of powerful people. Oh, yeah. No, we would never that ask I that. But... And, I mean, I have judges, lawyers, yep. doctors. I have police officers. I have all kinds of people coming to set all my regulars that I would never reveal them, which goes to financial domination. I do have a lot of powerful clients that... Uh, only want financial domination, which is they sign they. I write up a write up a contract. Well, have it printed up, and they have to sign it. And basically, they have to give me a certain amount of money, whatever money I pick for the month, or you know, if it's weekly or my most most time it's monthly. Mm-hmm. And I blackmail them like they want. They want me to say. If I don't, if they don't pay me, I have to black, I have to either expose them to their job, which they're a very powerful person, or their wife. Yeah, and you can just ruin it. a very embarrassing picture, whether they're dressed in female clothes or, you know, doing like a very humiliating picture, which this is what they're requesting. Yeah, you can ruin these people. It's not like I'm demanding this or going against someone's will and forcing somebody. This is what they want to do on their own. Right. So, yes, I want to make that clear. I would never just do that to somebody. You know, you you requested then we could do that. Well, that's the financial Um, domination thing. Like, okay, should I say? I'm just going to say it. What? About. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, Alex and I, we were chatting with a FinDom guy too, and we ended up drawing up a contract, but then he like ghosted us and never went through with it. But we're like, you have to pay us $5,000 over the course of what was it, it was like, like f- a, five months or something like that. Was it a professional, like, was it a professional contract? Yeah, I thought it was. <laughs> he didn't sign it, but I drew it up and we're like, you have to pay us that. And then he kind of just like disappeared. But I think he got a girlfriend. Done, I too. think so too. He got a yeah. girlfriend. So we're like, just let it be he or probably whatever. probably didn't do it the right way. Yeah. yeah. Because we're new I to this. Have, we don't know what we're doing. Right. <laughs> I have photocopied him holding his, he has to take a picture holding his ID <laughs> in a humiliating outfit. Such as a dress, 
a diaper, whatever I wanted <laughs> to be humiliated in. Also standing in front of a sign saying, I want to be humiliated. Do they make you so, like kick their dick too, or it's just strictly about the money? No, they want, they just, they want to, they don't, they do a session as well. Yeah. But not everyone wants to just do a session. Someone just wants to go about their daily life and know in the back of their head, I have a mistress that I have to answer to and she has to, I have to pay her. I feel like it's kind of exciting for them. Like I think it is. Yeah, knowing their world could crash at any time. But it's right. like that like danger zone, like that's you're because, always on suspense. Right. Because yeah. now I have I you given me full access to your wife's phone number, your wife's parents' phone number, your address where you and your wife live at, your company that you own or that you are whatever at, okay? That you are so worried that this could come out. They want the excitement to know that it could happen, so they have to pay me. Yeah. I mean, I've never got to the point where I had to do that. I mean, I probably, I don't know. I probably would just blow it off because I can't, I'm not that mean where I'm going to destroy somebody's life. You know, I think it's more for fun. But a lot of people do like public humiliation as well, where they, I'll say, meet me at whatever parking lot and you have to be wearing a pink dress with such and such pants like for instance I'm just coming up with an example and I want you to stand there in front of Walmart or I want you to go walk shopping Walmart wearing that and and go buy me this just make a list of things I need from Walmart and that's public humiliation so a lot of people like that I have a client that likes me to Meet him somewhere, take all of his clothes, and um, we'll take him to a destination, take all his clothes, and leave him standing there naked. Oh, <laughs> my God. Yeah. So he has, like, kind of no choice but to just stand there and figure it out. Uh, I don't know. It's not my problem after that point. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah. Do you oh, ever have to, like, drag them on a leash in public, too? So I have, I refuse to do like stuff like that in public because I don't want people to know. I have like people on the PTA. I don't need people knowing this is what I do like for my, my life. Yeah. I get that. Yeah. So, like, no, I will not pull somebody on a leash in Walmart. <laughs> like your PTA but mom I will crew. Make them go on their own, embarrass themselves and get what I need. Um, very private about this. I've been doing it a long time, and believe it or not, a lot of people have no clue what I do for work. I know I'm a great mom, and I do what I have to do, you know, but I'm not doing anything illegal. Yeah, no. No, dominatrix is completely legal. Right. So, and I don't think I want my kids to ever find out, but I do make a lot of money. What do your kids think you do? I just think I work in our office. (laughs) (laughs) Mommy's job is very boring, guys. Yes. It's just paperwork. Right. And they're not, kids are not allowed in the office. They know. So they just, they don't bother with me. Do you have a significant other? So I have been single for at least six years, maybe a little bit more. When I got into this, my 
boyfriend at the time, he is the one, he's the one that actually found my dungeon. Oh. He saw an ad and he, because he always knew what I did and he didn't care, you know, he trusted me. So he said, I, I see a, a, a place where you can, you know, rent, you know, rent the dungeon out. I said, really? He goes, yeah. So he showed me online. Yeah, we could fix it up, remodel it. So I gave, you know, the landlord a call and the landlord just so happens to be into this stuff. Ooh. Oh, perfect. So the landlord is, is actually a master dom where he had his own um, subs, male and female. Oh, shit. So, yeah. So about um, 11 years ago when I first called him, he, I told him, I said, like, come see it. He's like, okay. And I didn't like it. It was like an ugly blue color. Like, it just didn't look like what a dungeon should look like. You know? So, he's like, you can do whatever you want to it. And he's like, I'll, bu- I'll even build it for you. I said, okay. So, I told him everything I wanted. He literally built every single thing in that, in my dungeon for me. That is so cool. Yeah, my landlord's fucking awesome. If I need, like, a certain um, piece of equipment or, you know, a new toy or whatever, I'll tell him, can you order this to me? Because I can't have it mailed to my house. And I'll be like, yeah, of course. I'll, I'll even put it together for you. So, you know, but my landlord's getting old. He's, like, in his late 70s. So, yeah, I'm worried about him. And that's how that got started. So, back to my boyfriend. I was with him for three years. And I think he started getting insecure after yeah, like a year. I could see that. Had in my dungeon. Because I guess, he, I don't know, maybe he felt like he was, I was fading away. I was just like getting into it. You know, I mean, he was getting jealous. He was just starting to act very different. And then he was acting angry all the time. And I'm like, I got to get out of this. This much for me yeah you know like i'm like i'm thriving i'm loving this i'm making money i'm having fun i'm taking my clothes off like this is great you know and i'm kind of glad we broke up because he's not the guy for me like he i'm sorry he didn't deserve me like he's just an asshole yeah so Guys get very jealous, too, and I think a guy dating somebody in your profession, they have to be very secure with themselves to know that it's work, it's business, and it's totally separate from your romantic life. Exactly. The next relationship that you get in, will you tell the person right away what you do, or will you, like, ease them into it? I'm not sure, because I'm a little iffy. Because I don't want anyone meeting my kids. Even though my kids are getting older. Like, I have two daughters. And, you know, one's preteen and the other one just got her a license. So, what? God forbid, like, I've, I'm in a relationship with somebody. And he decides to be spiteful and say something. And then my kids know. Oh, and then that would yeah. be mortifying to me. Yep, that makes so, sense. You could just keep it a total secret. <laughs> you work in an office. Yeah, um, <laughs> I'm thinking that or just. Honestly, I'm not interested in dating anybody right now. I like being independent. I like being on my own, just being a single mother. I don't need I don't need a boyfriend to try to control me or 
keep tabs on me. Like, I keep tabs on my kids. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I don't, just not interested in that right now. Maybe, maybe not down the line, but, or maybe it's because I know how these men really are. They're married and look what they're doing. Right. I was just going to ask you, do know? you think this so, ruins your relationship seeing what you see? It makes me question because there's so many men you would never ever think in a million years would would want a mistress. Okay, you're happily married, you got all this money in, you got a beautiful family, but yet you need me. Right. You know, so I just I don't think I'd want to be in a relationship because oh, you could cheat on me. Yeah. No, thank you. I'd rather be single. And then these and their wives mom. have no idea. Like the they come to yeah. you because they're. I do feel bad for the yeah. wives, but but they're I mean, not I've getting what they need calls. at home. Right. I've gotten a call where I guess a wife had found out about me. Oh shit! And That's on the New worst. Year's, I had New Year's at midnight. This was a few years ago. I was fucking into like my family or friends calling me to say Happy New Year. Well, some lady calls me and at twelve o'clock and says. Happy fucking New Year. We're getting a divorce. He's all yours. You're like, bitch, I don't want him. (laughs) I don't want him. He's just a paycheck to me. Right. I mean, I've had people that have wanted to leave their wives to make me so they could be a full-time slave. Oh, they Cook and clean for me and do my laundry and my errands. I'm not looking for a full-time slave. Send them my way. Yeah. I just want my sessions and just keep it going. Like, but there's a lot of, there's a lot of people that are a lot of females that are seeing their mistresses, but they have no idea on really how to be a dominatrix. So they're basically fraud. Like a lot of girls that are basically like prostitutes. Yeah. Okay. And they're posting stuff online for dominatrix, you know, trying to promote themselves. And then, a client gets to them because I've been here first from my clients, you know, saying in the past, like, you're the best that I've ever met because I've been so disappointed. And they tell me stories like I'd get there and like, oh, like they have no equipment. They have no nothing. Just standing there naked. Like, hello, a real dominatrix is not naked. No. Like, you're not showing off your private, private part, nothing. Like, so, yeah, there's a lot of that going around right now. but. It's very rare to find, I guess, somebody that knows what they're doing, somebody that's experienced. I think it, it takes, takes a, years of practice too to I was really be good say, at your craft. Takes, yeah, it took. I'm, I'm into like almost eleven years, and I'm like still learning stuff new all the time. Like, but I'm never surprised because I'm just like. Oh wow, that's something cool. You yeah. know, like I thought I I thought I had it all in my place. Like there's like you go into a sex shop where they have like all everything. I have more than that in my place. Wow. I wanna see your place. Can we come down you and can, see your place one day? Yes. You we can come. Great. We would love, would love that. that. We would love to see your dungeon. I like I, I would love that. can't wait yeah. to see that. That's amazing. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, ask about- yes. Yeah, so, what was the weirdest request you've ever got? Ah, uh, the weirdest. Okay. So, one person would, I have to put a, a tarp down for this, would bring, you know, those like hostess cakes or 
you know those like little cakes that people eat like um, little debbie yes okay he would bring like say like a hundred of them (laughs) open them all up place them all over his body right (laughs) and now i have to smush them all over him to his skin (laughs) okay and he wants to hear the Squishing in between my fingers and my toes of the creamy part of the little hostess cake or whatever the crap you call it. I don't eat that crap. Um, yeah, that's one of the weirdest. Like, what's the um, point? Did he give up sugar and he just wants it on him? <laughs> I don't know, but I mean that's I that I. Think that's Maybe one of the weirdest. Maybe he was fat at one point, and it's just like his like dream to be covered in like Twinkie. Just cover me in sweets and Twinkie like, filling. Yeah, and for an entire hour, he wants me to literally take the cakes in between two hands and smother them, and he wants to see me make a mess of them so I can watch them crumble everywhere. And like he was getting high on. Just staring at this. I, that. Like, he was so <laughs> amused. Like, he was doing this weekly. And now I, I finally gave, like, I couldn't take it no more. Because, like, I was getting tired of having a vacuum constantly. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, there's little <laughs> Debbie crumbs all over. Like, if it get falls off the tarp, a little bit gets crumbs, get on the tarp. I got to freaking vacuum that up. Like, really, dude. <laughs> That's <Yeah>. amazing. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> What's another weird one? Oh man, let's see. Another weird one. God, there's so many. It really put me on the spot on this one. The, that um, one killed me. <laughs> yeah. How about uh, taking uh, cooking oil, laying him down on a carpet, and covering him in cooking oil from head to toe? Like canola oil? <laughs> Yeah, like what, whatever oil he brought, which was sometimes vegetable oil. Um, I think he was probably too cheap to forget olive oil, but probably the canola oil, vegetable oil. And he would want to be saturated and lay and like do like, um, you know, like snow angel. <laughs> so, <laughs> so he's laying on the tarp covered in his, and I mean, saturated so greasy he's like a big puddle of freaking grease and he's doing uh snow angels on the on the tarp and i'm laughing at him and he's like anything else what 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 can i make what will make you happy mistress what else can i do for you and i'm just like shut the fuck up as i'm pouring more like you know (laughs) oil on him it's like, stop talking. You're going to choke on the fucking oil. <laughs> he must have yeah. green skin. That's <laughs> his skin. Yeah, low. really. Do you peg these guys at all or no? Uh, certain clients, I do. Okay. Do you, And you have like yeah. the toys and the tools to peg them all? I have such a variety. I have more than they would do an adult job. Wow. I have Any to see toy this that you could imagine, I have. They love it too, and it's like they it's love not... being pegged. Yeah, yeah. I don't mind. I'll take a fucking dildo shove right up your ass with my hammer. I got. I'm wearing those long gloves. You got the gloves on. Yeah, the ones that go up to your fucking elbows. 
not just the ones you wear. I mean, I wear the big ones, but the hot pink ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I will shove it right up their fucking ass. I will shove it in down their throat. Oh, after it's been in their butt? Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. It's got, like, poop on it. No, 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 no. I misheard you. No, no, no. Not if it was in their mouth. Oh, okay. No, no, no. Either it's in their mouth or their butt. Oh, okay. But if they do, if I do that, it is a regular. I've been seeing for years. He does not touch me, and he knows he has to prep before he gets to me. Okay, like enemas and I stuff like not, that. Yeah, right. He has to do enema. I try not to do that because I don't want any accidents in my place. Yeah, yeah. So I try to avoid them as much as necessary. Because why do I need to shove a, a dick up someone's ass if I can just give you a nice spanking? Yeah, right. you know, or role playing. But I do have, you know, quite a few that like being had. How many regulars do you have? About oh my god. Like 20, 30, 40, 50, hundreds. This whole month I'm booked. I go, I also go by appointment only. So I don't do walk-ins. I don't, you can't just randomly pop up on me. It has to be planned like a few days or a week prior. Tell people how they can find you. So you can find me at mrslacydungeon.com. Okay. Or you can go to bedpage.com. Bedpage. B-E-D-P-A-G-E. Yeah, bedpage.com. And you can look up Mistress Lacey, Mistress Lacey's Dungeon. Mm. Alex is Googling it right now as we speak. Yeah. Tell me what you think. I Googled it already. I think the website's pretty amazing, but I need to see this in real life. Which one did you see? Because I have two. I have two. I have the, I used to the bedpage and then I have Mistress Lacey's Dungeon. I think that's the one that I saw. Yeah. Yeah, that one is still, like, needs to be tweaked and, like, worked on. I mean, but it's up and running. Do you, um, do you, like, advertise at all or no? You just have so many clients that you can't even get any more. And it's, like, word of mouth at this point. I don't need to advertise because I've been doing this for so long that I have so many regulars that I don't need anybody now. I mean, once in a blue moon, if. If I'm like, oh, you know what? I don't have nothing going on for the next couple of days, which is rare. Um, I'll post. I'll put a post up. And then the second I put a post up, I'll get swamped with a million calls at one time. Yeah. Like, oh, I've been looking for you. You know, are you around? Are you this? And I'm like, you got to book appointment. I can't just can't come here right now. I can't be here in 20 minutes. Like, it doesn't work that way. And you screen you these know? people before you meet them for the first time, yeah. right? Yeah. How like do you lot, screen I, them? I ask them a variety of questions. First, I'll start with like COVID questions. Okay. You know, have you had COVID? Um, do you think you have COVID? Have you been, like, just, just quick questions. Like, I'm not going to take my time with the questions with you, but just quick questions. Like, do you have a fever? Do you have a cough? Have you been around anybody that's sick? Have you been vaccinated? Do you, if you have been vaccinated, do you have a card to show me? Um, I do also take their temperature when they get there, whether they're regulars and new. Um, I do wear a mask, make them wear a mask at all times. Um, I'm always wearing uh, latex gloves just um, for my own safety. I ask them if they want to wear them, but most the time they say no. But over the phone, I mean, I very rarely take new people because I have so many 
regulars. I really don't need new people. Yeah. If I do post, it's to let my regulars know, hey, I'm available. So if you want to book an appointment, I have two slots open. Okay. That's, that's what they, that's why like my, yeah, my clients, like if they see it, they'll say, okay, you know, she's got something open. Have you had any customers cry on you at the end of it? Like, so I know a lot of times that when people are in these situations, like they're kind of so into the role play when they're, when, when they're being pegged or beat or whatever. And then once they come, they kind of like wake up and they're like, what the fuck am I doing? No. They no, don't do that never. with you? Okay. Never. As soon as it's over, they're like, oh my God, you're fucking awesome. I love you. Like, this was <laughs> like the best fucking session ever. Never. I've never had anyone cry before. I did have someone cry because he couldn't book an appointment with me. What a I was booked bitch. for like a month. <laughs> yeah. He was like really upset. I couldn't fit him in. And he was like really upset. And he was like willing to like triple my price. And I'm just like, I am booked solid like if i get a cancellation i promise i'll give you a slot but i just don't have a slot open right now and he he cried over that that might make them want it more too yeah i mean believe it or not they're very respectful they're complete gentlemen i don't deal with assholes yeah i mean these guys are like sweethearts they just like some kinky you know a little kinkiness once in a while and hey, if I could provide their happiness, I will. Because if some, you would not believe that somebody being spanked will turn them the fuck on and they will be happy for a whole week. So crazy. You peg somebody, they're good for fucking a week. Honestly, you know, I'm happy for a week after I'm spanked too, so I get it. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm the opposite because if you touch my nipple, I'm going to slap the shit out of you. Really? I don't like it. <laughs> don't like it. Don't fucking touch me. I feel yeah. like everybody's different too. Like, are you in your personal life, are you more the dominant one or are you more the submissive one? Like, this is un- unrelated to work, like your personal um, life. I was thinking about it and my best friend just shook her head yes. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, yeah. She has a question. What is the question you want to ask? How do you screen them to know if they're like crazy or not? Like if they show up with like a knife or a gun? Okay, how do I screen them? Well, like I said, I've had the same regulars like for so many years. But if I do get somebody new once in a blue moon, I think I'm just a pretty good judge of character. Like of screening, like talking to them mm-hmm. on the phone, asking them questions. Like, if someone seems a little off, I'm just going to be like, I'm sorry, I'm not going to be available So like, a ridiculous thing. I also um, feel like, too, that they're going to your domain. How do they right. know that you don't have a bodyguard there? Exactly. You have the tools there. They're looking to get some pleasure out of this. I don't think these guys right. are looking for trouble. If you put out ads on, hurt. yeah, if you were like meeting them in hotels and put ads on Craigslist, that's where you find the crazies. Right. But by having a well, website. Well, they're looking for sex. Yeah, those right. They're looking for more than that. They're not looking for fetish. Yeah. Um, they're looking for, yeah, those ones are looking for something completely different. Like, I have assholes that have texted me, like, stupid shit, thinking, like, like, you know, can you come to my hotel room? No, I cannot. Yeah. You do alcohol. I don't do alcohol or alcohol because I'm not a prostitute. 
Right. No, it doesn't work that way. Like, and I'll just post them out and block them. How but, many times have they like offered, like, we'll give you 10 grand to fuck me? Do they ever do that? And you turn them down, obviously. Um, it's not, honestly, they're not into it like that. No, because a true male submissive that has been doing this for a long time that takes this as a lifestyle. Yeah. They understand clearly. They already know the rules of a dominatrix and they know there's no sex involved. Okay. The furthest it'll go will be pegging. That's the furthest, but they're not looking for that. That's not, they'll call prostitutes. They want fetish. They want the chain, you know, being tied up. They want rope. They want, you know, they want all of this stuff that comes in a dungeon, not a hotel room. I would love to see a session. Like, I am so, like, intrigued. mesmerized and intrigued by all of this. It's fucking awesome. Do you love like your job? Like, you love going, like, I'm sure you get exhausted some days. I do love days. my job. I do love it. I just, like, I feel bad, like, sometimes, like, like, in the summer is the fucking worst. Because, oh, yeah. like, if I just want a beach day with my girls or my kids, and, like, and then I have a client, and I'm like, I gotta go. You know, like, I gotta go to work. How many times have been, like, in the summer, we're, like, laying out at the fucking pool, and I'm like, I gotta go. Like, this sucks. How many hours a week do you usually work? How many, do you, do you take days off? Like, do you take Sundays off? I work seven days a week. Okay. I mean, I'll be happy with one a day. I don't care. I don't have to do five a day. But the way my life goes, I can't catch a break. So I have normal on a normal day, which sucks, is at least three to four. It's a lot. And especially yeah. if they're two, three hours long. Yeah. And yeah. The Some of them get a, an hour. Right. Some get an hour, which I'm just like, oh. But sometimes I just like don't mind doing the hour because it's like, I don't want to look forward to doing two hours. Like, right. <laughs> I'm just like, wow, this is like bad. Like, I need a break. So, like, yeah, I have a lot of really nice guys, like That's sweethearts. And just, yeah, they're nice. They're not, they're just, they just want to be, I guess, me, they want attention. Yeah. Whether it's good or bad, I don't know, but they want the attention. Maybe they're not getting any attention. Maybe some of them were abused when they were kids. I don't know where they're, why they're into fetishes. I think a lot of this stuff stems from childhood to want to be beat and, and dick kicked and, you know, have right. shit shoved up them and, you know, tied up and stuff like right. that. Right. Like I believe that too. Shit. Yeah. Yeah. But you know what? It's not only a job for me. It's also a lifestyle. Like, I love the lifestyle. I, it, it turns me on. Um, I enjoy it. It's not just a, a job. You know, yes, pay is definitely a perk. But I enjoy what I do. I have a passion for this. So, I mean, this is my lifestyle. I love it. I don't have any regrets. And this is who I am. I just need to keep a low profile. Well, that's what makes you, you know? so good at it because you love it. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, this interview has been really nice. I really appreciate you yeah. guys. Well, Thanks thank for you coming so on. much for coming on. And let everybody know again where they could find you in case they didn't write it Absolutely. down the first time. And you guys better come check me out. Check out my spot. We will. 
Yes, guys, goes um, to uh, Miss Lacey Dungeon. It's that. That's what it is. MistressLaceyDungeon.com to book your appointments. MistressLaceyDungeon.com. Yep. Yep. You could go there or you could go to BedPage.com. Perfect. Well, Lacey, thank you so much for this. We had such a fun time with you. We want to come and see the dungeon. Yep. We Absolutely. are like dead set on that. Oh, my God. Thank you guys for having me. You guys are awesome. Thank, thank you. you. Have, Have a good great, night. Great. You too. Okay. Bye-bye. Right, bye. bye. Okay. I think I love Mistress Lacey. I do love her. I cannot wait to go to her dungeon. I'm so excited. I'm Literally. so excited. Guys, as soon as we get to her dungeon, we are going to, we should do like a, a vlog, even though we're the worst with videos. Like just try. to show people what it's really like inside. I I think the sounding for me got me. That I, like you said, like I feel pain right now. Like hearing yeah. about it. And yeah. then guys, she just emailed me and she's like, if you want to, if you want to uh, watch a video of me sounding, email me. So I emailed her and Alex and I are going to watch it, but I feel like I'm going to cringe. Dude, I'm going to probably pass out. <laughs> The dude that wanted fucking Little Debbie's cake smeared on his skin. That was amazing. <laughs> that might be my new fetish. <laughs> you want me to do it for yes. you after this? All right. We'll have a video of it. All right, guys. So you know where to find her. MistressLaceysDungeon.com if you ever want to go and get flogged. Um, it's legit, man. So before we close out... Confession, confession corner. All right. So the first confession is I fantasize about being in a submissive relationship with Henry Wallace. I mean, to be fair, who wouldn't? At least that's what I feel. For those who don't know, Henry Wallace was the vice president from 1940 to 1944. <laughs> really nice guy and very, very handsome. His long, soft face makes me really hard. Every night I'm either tormented or blessed, depending how you look at it, by dreams of being his submissive little servant. I just dream about him lecturing me on hybrid corn and agric agriculture while forcing me to work. <laughs> These dreams sometimes feel so real that I am shocked when I wake up. Even throughout the day when I'm not going through my normal routine or admiring his policy positions, I fantasize about him. I should point out that I'm a straight dude and not attracted to any other men besides Wallace. I figured this was just normal, like straight dudes would just have the one guy they are super, super attracted to. But I'm I'm beginning to think it's not. Wait, I'm Googling pictures of Henry Wallace now. And yo, like, is he a babe? I don't know. I could see him being sexy back then. Yeah. He's like not bad. I feel like he's stern looking. I'm going to jerk off to him tonight. I might. Picturing myself in a cornfield working on hybrid corn. <laughs> okay. I'm sorry, but that's like a random fucking uh, fantasy Fashion. to have. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm here for it, guys. Nothing surprises us anymore and we love it all. All right. Next and last confession. I just dirty texted the manager of my job interview I was supposed to have for tomorrow. Oh, shit. Shit. I was in the middle of texting a lady friend some rather saucy tidbits <laughs> and was not paying attention and ended up sending the rather steamy message to the manager who just texted me to set up the job interview. I want to literally crawl in a hole and die right now. I really wanted that job, too. He hasn't responded. I don't know what to do. Do I... <laughs> Sorry. Do I text him and tell him I fucked up? Do I call him? 
Like, hey, sorry, didn't move. <laughs> hey, sorry, didn't mean to mention licking your badge because I don't think you have, have one. <laughs> I don't have a fucking instruction manual for this scenario. Fuck, fuck. So you're going to ask us what to do? <laughs> That's gotta be really bad. I just wouldn't go to the interview. <laughs> I would have been like, I'm mortified. That was obviously a wrong text. Thank <laughs> you for the consideration. That was my girlfriend, I guess. Like, oops, wrong text. That was for my girlfriend. Yeah, but now, like, how do you work with this know. person? I don't know. I would be like, thanks for your consideration, but I'm mortified and I... My job knows some weird shit about me. But then again, my job's like a circus. Exactly. If this was like corporate, like, right. I don't know. <laughs> so my dad works in a corporate you know thing and you know when you get a text on your apple watch like the picture shows up and so my dad is talking to this one guy and this guy's gay and he's talking to him and he's like next to him and <laughs> my dad looks down and goes uh buddy you just got a dick pic oh my <laughs> god it's on the dude's apple watch oh shit <laughs> And I guess the guy was texting his like boyfriend or husband or sexting him at like the corporate dinner and it popped up and my dad saw it. He goes, nice meter though. Oh shit. <laughs> like that's so embarrassing. And my dad's so cool. Yeah, your dad's awesome. But some people would be like, oh. But you know what? It's the guy's Apple watch. It's not like, right. you know, it's not like he has it like FaceTiming his, him. Yeah, or like in his work email. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. But it was really funny. So... Well, anyway, guys, we hope you liked our episode because we did. You know, I always learn something new on every single one of these episodes. Me too. People, I did not know what sounding was. Me neither. And I did, I did not know people were attracted to Henry Wallace. And I didn't know people wanted to be smothered in Little Debbie's cakes. <laughs> <laughs> but there is something for everything and we are here for it. Yes. And we love you guys. Thanks for listening. Give us five stars. Follow us on social media. Disappointed but not surprised is our Instagram. Disappointed but not surprised pod is our Facebook. Podcast DBNS is our Twitter. And we're working on our TikTok, dbns.podcast. Yep. So anyways, follow us. We love you and we'll see you next week. Bye. Disappointed but not surprised. Disappointed but not surprised Disappointed but not surprised